0: Brother Dale of Gospel Repentance Ministries, so God bless you for tuning in. Hey, remember the theme, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to you all. Hope that your uh, Thanksgiving is a blessed one. This is a particular time in the year that we give thanks, but of course we as believers know that we're to give thanks every day. For God is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. Hey, check it out. What I want to talk about in this episode is what I am entitling the unfairness of God. The unfairness of God. Now, of course, that phrase I'm using tongue in cheek because we know that God is uh, not unfair. However, circumstances that come into many of our lives would cause people to think that God is unfair automatically when we hear about tragedies about uh, young kids dying of um, cancer or leukemia or diabetes or some other type of um, dreadful disease uh, what what has happened recently, Here in the Southern California region, uh, fires up north and the shooting of 12 people at a club in Thousand Oaks, California. I mean, those people didn't deserve to die the way that they did. And I wholeheartedly agree. Those things are terrible. And as far as I know, the fires that are up north, I don't know if they're completely contained or not. A lot of people have lost their lives and a lot of people are currently missing in areas like Paradise, uh, Woolsey, and other regions. Even I heard as close to me as Malibu, California, where many uh, houses have uh, burned uh, to the ground. And so a lot of tragedy, a lot of death and all that. And so saying all that, I am... Of course, cognizant, and it makes it gives people pause to think. Okay, well, where is God? Why did He not prevent these disasters from happening? And what I want to argue is, number one, I don't know the reason why those things happen. Usually, things like fires uh, that that, of course, is man made, and of course, someone shooting and killing twelve people in a bar was the actions of a madman who eventually ended up killing himself so that that, that God had, had nothing to do with that a person made a choice to go into a open venue and shoot and kill people seems like at random a terrible terrible thing but anyway I mean to come to my God and my Lord's defense I need to go over some passages of scriptures uh, so that we can kind of get a balance on this thing and and not put God under the bus like so many people like to do instead of blaming those who are the perpetrators and the ones who are the offenders we want to blame God because we have Christians and people who believe in God that it talks about God's goodness but when we see evil happening many people are asking a question well Where is your God? Where is this God that you love? Where is this God that you claim is all powerful and all loving and all seeing? Why is he allowing these things to happen? Once again, this sounds like a broken record. I know, but at the same time, people keep asking the same question. So it is my job as a defender of the faith and a worshiper of God to give them the same answer. This answer is not going to change. I mean, it's not God's fault that we're going through the mess that we're going through here in this earth realm it's man's fault, man's wickedness and it's important for us as human beings to realize that we cannot impose our corrupt and uh, idiotic sometimes oftentimes, politics on a sovereign perfect God, as a matter of fact let me, I'm going to start going down a litany of scriptures that I have written down and we are uh, going to get started actually i'm going to kind of jump around here so just bear with me i'm going to start in the book of romans we're going go to romans chapter 9 and we're going to look at verse 20 romans chapter 9 verse 20 it says this but who are you O man to answer back to god will what is molded say to its motor? Why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? That I'm bringing that passage, those passages up because the writer Paul is arguing back with his uh, would-be uh, opponents of God's sovereignty and um, trying to say that God is unjust in what he decides to do with uh, man and Paul volleys back is like, uh, hey, uh, dude, what are you what are you talking about? Who are you to answer back to God? You're you're dust. You're you're nothing compared to God. He is your creator. He is your master. And and as the one that molded you, he can do whatever he wants to do with his creation. We're the clay and he's the molder is what Paul is saying and we don't have any right to accuse God ever of wrongdoing okay let me go over to the book of Isaiah I want to read another passage and this is dealing definitely with God's sovereignty and it's important that we understand some the, the mind of God Isaiah chapter 55 and I'm going to look at verse 8 and verse 9 I'm going to read those it says for my thoughts are not your thoughts Neither are your ways my ways declares the lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts meaning that god does not act or think like we do so there there's an unbridgeable gap where there are some things that we simply just don't understand and we're not supposed to understand we're supposed to exercise faith in god even when we don't understand what in the world he is doing i mean i don't know if for those of you who will listen to this have ever read the book of job and job had uh, tremendous um, tragedies in his life tremendous problems i mean he um, he lost all his children he lost his business he became very ill and he wanted answers from god and god never answered him as to why he went through everything he went through at the end, when God rebuked Job in the last, I believe, four chapters of the book, Job put his hand over his mouth and he says, um, I'm vile. He says, I'm going to shut my mouth now and I'm going to repent in dust and ashes. I mean, God let him know that, man, you don't have a right to accuse me of anything. I mean, so we need to understand our place and, and not be so uh, crazy and defiant toward the uh, God of our creation let me read another passage real quick and what I'm going to do uh, in the interest of time I'm going to break up this um, this segment in two parts so I'm going to read Is um, not Isaiah I just read Isaiah let's go to Psalm 115 in the third verse I believe it is Psalm 115 and this is what it says a matter of fact you know what I'll start with the um, the first verse it says not to us O Lord not to us but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness why should the nation say where is their God and that's what people are saying now when things go wrong where's God verse 3 our God is in the heavens he does all that he pleases their idols are silver and gold I'm going past verse 3 actually the work of human hands They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see, they have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell, they have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. So the verse that I wanted to concentrate on and for us to kind of focus on is verse 3 it says our god is in the heavens he does what he pleases in other words god is completely sovereign and because god has all power he can do whatever he wants to do okay so what i'm going to do is i'm going to end it here i know i'm kind of link sausage this message and i apologize for that but uh, i'm going to go ahead and cut it off here and then w- and very soon i'm going to do a second segment on the unfairness of god Once again, Brother Dale of Gospel of Repentance Ministries, I'm signing off. Until next time.